Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. AM 570 KLAC, 98.7 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Keaton. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, here we go. Two hours. Fred Rogan, Rob Parker in today for Rodney. Captain Yucks a lot. <laughs> is that me, Captain Yucks a lot? Yuck, yuck, yuck. Got- yuck. <laughs> hey, get ready. Yes. When? Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a new. You got another one? Another one coming up, uh, hopefully. No, I don't have it yet, but I'm talking. I'm talking. Yeah? Yes. All right. It's great to be on. I'm, I'm just so happy to be here. Well, it's great to see you in person. Yes, no doubt about it. You know, in today's world, oftentimes we're in different places doing the show, and uh, Rodney has the day off, and Rob said, I don't want to come in today. Yes, I wanted to be in. I want to see everybody, uh, you and Kev and Ronnie, you know what I mean, rub elbows. With everybody. I, I, it's my home. It's my second home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You guys have taken me in. I love being here. I know the people in L.A. are mad at me. They don't like me most of the time. But I, I'm not saying they don't like you. It's a love-hate. Yeah. It's a love-hate. It's like my, my wife's relationship with Anthony Rizzo in fantasy baseball. She picks him every year. And then she can't stand him. Right. And then she loves him. Yeah. It's a love-hate. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're Anthony Rizzo. All right. I'll take that. Love-hate. Uh, all right. An alert here. We are giving away a pair of tickets to see UCLA in Arizona. So stay with us. We'll give those away between now and 2 o'clock. And also today, our first pair of tickets to join us in the suite at the Clipper-Laker game next Wednesday. Now, if you win the Clipper tickets, Clipper-Laker tickets, you got to go. Don't call in and go, I can't make it. That's not fair to anybody else. Why would people do that? They Doesn't do. that drive you crazy? They like they, they get the tickets and then they don't go. That's- like people want to go there. But like a line of people. I'm with you. Don't add, don't take the tickets if you can't go. Right. So we'll give you a cue to call there. Only our listeners. It's for our show. We want our people there. It's the suite next Wednesday at the Crypt for the Clippers and Lakers game. Lakers beat New Orleans last night. Now, you think it's great. It was our best one of the year, and don't get too excited. Right. That ain't going to happen. Most nights, that's not working for you. And it's a great win. Whenever you could tie a game like that, don't get me wrong. That's exciting. People could feel good, but that ain't happening. That's a, that's going to be the only buzzer beater uh, this year in that situation. Uh, here's the thing. Watching that game last night, and Matt Ryan, you know, last year was a, a DoorDash delivery man. Got a cup of coffee with the Celts. Fought his way under the roster here during the preseason with the Lakers. He's a shooter. He hit the shot. When he hit that shot, I smiled. I, I, I was watching the game, and I smiled. I thought, this is great. And you could see the excitement on the Laker bench. You know what I, I thought? I thought that uh, maybe when he was delivering DoorDash, he ate some of my French fries. That was what I was okay. That's not true. He didn't do that. And I thought, man, this is so much fun. So much fun. And then I realized something. I actually, last night, liked it. I liked watching that. I liked watching him. I liked watching them get really excited. And then I realized why I liked it. Because the focus wasn't LeBron. That's why I liked it. 
it was not what the king thinks, what the king did. Oh, save us, king. I get it. It was these guys, he hit a shot, they were excited, everybody in. It looked like a team to me. I thought these guys are a lot of fun. And I, then I thought psychologically, is that wrong? Everything is so LeBron-centric with the Lakers. You can't really enjoy anything else because it is all-encompassing. He is surrounding your world. He is in your aura. Matt Ryan hits that shot, falling out of bounds. I thought, now that's fun. That was good. Also last night, everything wasn't focused on Russell Westbrook. The bad or the good. It was an NBA game with an NBA team, players we know that represent this city. This guy hits the shot. They go into overtime. They still could have lost the game in overtime. Right, but they win it. New Orleans did them a couple of favors, and they win, and that's all that matters, and they're 2-5. and five. I thought, but you know what? Yeah, these Laker guys are fun. I like Darvin Ham. I like Darvin. I know Darvin uh, when he played for Detroit. I was there in Detroit, and one of my favorite people, nice guy, uh, hope that he does well. You know, it's always a tough situation, but you don't get a job because things are great, right? You get a job usually in coaching because things are bad and they need to get fixed. So it's not the best situation to be in, and that 0-5 start didn't uh, help. But they've won a couple now, and, and Fred, I can understand why you would feel that way about that game. I'm with you. But is Every, it wrong to feel no, that way? No, no, it's not because it's so – LeBron is so dominant about everything, everything that's talked about, everything, all the moves that are made, everything is centered around him. So I could get where you have LeBron fatigue after a while. Like, I I, I get it. And, and we even saw it, which was surprising to me, when, Le, when they won the championship in the bubble and the ratings were terrible. You would have thought, okay, LeBron's going to be the first player to win four championships with three different French, like that's historic, right? Nobody else had ever done that. Right. And the ratings were in the, the, the tank. People weren't, all right, I, I don't really want to see it. This fatigue. And the Warriors, when the Warriors are winning all the time, like there, there comes, you know that, Fred, there is a fatigue, and I think people here in L.A. can be fatigued about LeBron. And, and if you take that bubble championship away, his time here, disaster. Can, can we be honest? Injured three times. They didn't make the playoffs three times. Like, really? LeBron? Think about that. Think about first year. Then the, what? Then they won the championship. Then they had the um, play-in. And then last year, they didn't make the playoff. Just That's LeBron. That's what we've had the last four years here in L.A. And then got off to an 0-5 start in year five. Boy, he needed that championship in the bubble. Otherwise, this whole L.A. thing, disaster. Yeah. No, that that's fair. But to his credit, whether you count that bubble no, they championship won. or not, I, they counts. did win. No, they won. They I'm it. not. Anthony Davis, the four months off, did him, <laughs> did him justice. Him well, and LeBron. That's the best he's ever been. Yes. I mean, he can play two months a year without getting hurt. His back is still sore. But everybody played last night. Uh, Russ came off the bench once again. And I think he's bought into it because Darvin Ham has done something very smart now. Very smart. Now, Frank Vogel wanted Westbrook to come off the bench last year. Right. And he couldn't do it because maybe he was afraid of upsetting Russ. Maybe the front office would have gotten mad at him. Maybe it would have crumbled and he would have gotten fired, but he got fired anyway, so maybe he should have just done it. In any event, Darvin Ham has figured out a way to do it. 
And psychologically, Darvin Ham has now planted a seed that Russ can watch grow. Hey, it's only two games, but I think this guy could be the sixth man of the year. I saw that seed planted. That's where I want to get him. I want to get him into that conversation. Well, I mean, he's a star player. A top 75 player. He's going into the Hall of Fame, right? We, we got all that. All those boxes are checked, no matter what happens from here on out. So, yeah, it's trying to massage it to make him feel good. It's, it's the hardest thing to do with star players, and we've seen it. Grant Hill was able to, with the injuries, go to the bench, right? He was a star, big star. Duke, Pistons, right? Went to Orlando, but he was hurt. He went to the bench. He still made it to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I was in Detroit with uh, AI when he came from Philadelphia. Wanted no part of it, right? Just wanted no part of it. Then he went to back to Denver, I think, in Memphis. I mean, it was just a, a mess. And he never accepted it, and his career was cut short. So if you accept it and you can work it and make it work for you, it's not a bad thing. Other guys have done it. It's hard, but Darvin Ham has now figured out a way to put Russ in a position where he feels good about coming off the bench. That is a major accomplishment. Let's give Darvin Ham that. All right, so you talk about them beating the Pelicans. Let's look at the upcoming schedule, all right, because you said don't get too excited here. Let's not get too crazy. That's right. All right. Up next, Utah. Okay, Utah's off what, to a good start. What What's the game plan there with Utah? Something's wrong. They're supposed to lose. They're supposed. Danny Ainge can't be too happy they're off to a 6-2 and two start. Can he? No, he can't. They want the number one pick. Everybody wants the number they one pick. They traded everybody, right. right? And they're winning. But you know what? I love what I love about organizations could want to tank. But players have – like, I'm playing. I'm I'm not pulling up or missing shots. I'm trying to keep a job, Fred, right? You don't you don't buy into that, tanking if you're a player. You never – no, players don't tank. They don't tank. Organizations put them in a position not to succeed. Exactly. Let's take away all the good players and see if you can win with nobody. Yeah, let's right. see how good you are. Right, exactly. Okay, so they've got the Jazz, and they play the Cavs. Then they've got the Jazz again. Then they play the Clippers. They play Sacramento and Brooklyn. Okay, so if you look at that, they could be more upside down than right side up. They could, or they could surprise some people, depending on. Uh, but but Cleveland's really good. You know, maybe you split with Utah. You just start looking, and they're going to win games. I mean, come on, let's not. Anthony Davis is there. LeBron James. It can't be as bad as it was last year. Fred. So is that? Did they win? That's two in a row, right? Yes. Last year they went from. January, and, and Kev, you can look it up, to April to the last two games of the season where you know they didn't win two games in a row for like a three-month stretch. From January until the last January, February, four months. They didn't win two games in a row. Can you imagine that, having LeBron James on your team and not winning two games more than two games in a row? It's mind-boggling. It is. I want to say I remember that stat. It came from mid-January all the way until I think they won their last two games of the year. So, crazy. All right. So now let's move to the Clippers. Uh, they beat the Rockets last night. Clippers have been a disappointment out of the gate. I don't think anybody can argue that fact. They've struggled right out of the gate. All right, they won last night, which is good news. 
Early for them, early for the Lakers. Here's what's interesting. This happened earlier this morning, and we were trying to figure out what the reason for it was. The NBA fined the Clippers $25,000 for violating league injury reporting rules. This just came down this morning. Clippers failed to disclose an accurate game availability status for Brandon Boston and Musa Diabate prior to the Clipper game against New Orleans on October 30th. The Clippers listed both as unavailable, but both players ultimately played in the game. And for that, they were fined $25,000. Why would they list these guys unavailable? And then play them. And then play them. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be accurate with that. Don't forget, you can't uh, screw the gamblers out there who are looking at the injury report. You know, whenever I look at these things, like why they make them public is it's for gambling. You know that football. Why does the injury report have to come out Thursday, you know, before a game? Why can't you release it uh, 15 minutes before kickoff? You know why? Because people, they want the action, people to bet. And people would be leery if they don't know who's playing and who's not playing. I mean, it, it's all geared towards gambling. But you got to be legit and, and upfront as far as who's playing, who's not playing, and everybody has to stick to the same thing. Otherwise, there will be this chicanery and foolishness where, oh, so-and-so's not playing, and then you get to the game or whatever, and you maybe change a game plan or think someone's not available, and then they're playing. So I think that's why... It, you have to be honest in this. Just make everybody available. Yeah. And then, then don't play them. No, right. right. You can do that. No, Everybody's ready to go tonight. And then don't play. And then don't play. Yeah. No, you're right. Other than having to dress a certain amount of people, right? Other than yeah. that, you're right. But in the NFL, that, that's fascinating. So on Thursday, they can't be fudging the injury report. You know that's gambling. That's all that is. Who is that for? You think Bill Belichick's going to... Be like, oh yeah, we won't, we, oh we won't have to uh, uh, have any schemes against the run for the Jets because so and so is not playing. You know what I mean? Oh, because the injury report said he's not playing. You think that means they scrapped their game plan or they change what they're going to do? No, that's for gambling. Okay, we are giving away tickets for UCLA Arizona. We are giving away a pair of tickets to be in the suite with us. Wednesday night, next Wednesday, for Clippers and Lakers. Uh, when we come back, the shenanigans behind the scenes involving UCLA and USC's move to the Big Ten. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Dollar. That's dollar. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. Bro, yo, it's Cruz, J. Cruz, Cruz Show, Rio 92.3, Fred Rogan, Rodney P. Let's get back to it. Here we go. All right, Rob Parker is in today for Rodney. It's a classic right here. Are you kidding me? Flashlight. Go back Thursday. Very nice, Ronnie. Good good choice here. Uh, we're giving away tickets for UCLA, Arizona. We're giving away tickets to the Lakers and Clippers suite for next Wednesday. Our listeners only. We would love you to be there. You have a chance to say hello. All that is coming up. You said uh, Arizona tickets? Are those hot tickets? Uh, UCLA tickets. Hot-ter uh, oh, than they or, were. In Arizona, right? Yeah.
Yeah. yeah, U of A, not so much. Not so much. Bear I was down. Gonna, I was going to say, yeah, when they were playing uh, Southern Connecticut, I had uh, two tickets against Arizona. And I put them out on my windshield when I went into the store when I came out. There were four tickets there. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you've heard about this, and, and I learned a little more. Maybe I just missed it initially because I was, I was too overwhelmed with how stupid it was. But now when I learn more, it really infuriates me. USC, UCLA, going to the Big Ten. How are they going to stop this with all the money that's involved? Okay. Come on, Fred. You not follow the money. Okay. You're a smart guy. All right. So USC, all in. No, this is great. We're going. They're about money. Go look at their endowment. Are you yeah. kidding? They're, they're, they're good <laughs> to go. They're all in. UCLA, though, no, no, they're not all in. Well, no, that's wrong. The athletic department's in. The chancellor's in. But apparently the students and some of the athletes, if you listen to those who spout this stuff off, are not pleased. Well, here's why they're not pleased. Because uh, the Board of Regents wants Cal to go too. That's what happened. They invited you. They're trying to make it a package deal. Right. Right. And nobody wants Cal. Nobody wants Cal. This is not uh, the conference of nuclear physicists. No, this is an athletic conference, and Cal's teams aren't that good. And having Berkeley, the San Francisco market, you go, well, that's a big market. Uh, The three lowest viewing television markets in America are San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Miami. Are you serious? Yeah. What do you mean? Like overall? Percentage of people that watch TV, TV viewing, the three lowest markets in America are Miami, L.A., and San Francisco. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, because there's so much to do. Right. Nobody's sitting around watching TV. Right. right. Unlike the East Coast where you're inside. Well, you're, well, you're inside six, yeah. eight months a year, right? Six months right. a year, definitely. So anyway, uh, the Big Ten really didn't care if Cal came. So this infuriated poor Cal, and they went and tattled to the Board of Regents. And the Board of Regents said, well, now you didn't go through us on this. If you'd gone through us, you know, we might have told you, no, we can't leave Cal sitting out here on, on a limb. Here's the bottom line. So November 15, 16, and 17, the Board of Regents is going to have a meeting. And at that meeting, they're going to make some decisions. This is the part of it that just really sticks in your craw. Do you know, under the current setup and the current rules, Rob, UCLA can go to the Big Ten tomorrow. Can go to the Big Ten tomorrow, and nobody can stop UCLA. Here's why. Why? why? Because is that because of the private institution? No. Or what? UCLA public school. Oh, right. I just right? meant USC. Oh, I'm USC sorry. could do whatever. It wants. Right. Right. I'm sorry. But actually, nobody can stop UCLA at this point okay. because, according to the rules, which are in place, the chancellor of each school determines what is best for that school. All right. So, so what's the issue? Here's the issue. So the Board of Regents, because they're getting complaints and they want everybody to play nice in the sandbox, they said, well, wait a minute. We don't like this move. As a matter of fact, you should have come to us first. Truth of the matter is they didn't need to go to them first. That's not the rule. So this is what they're going to do at their meeting. Okay. They're going to, they're going to vote on a rule change. So this is what they're going to do. They're going to have a meeting. And Vote to change the rule that the chancellor can't do whatever he wants, and then right. That's what they're going to do. They're oh, that's vote. that's du- that's double. Uh, that's dirty. Right. We're gonna. You know what? We've got to explore this. So what we're gonna do is put this on the floor. Now everybody has to run everything past us before there's a decision. 
the chancellor is uh, not empowered to do whatever that individual thinks is best. All in favor of running everything past us first. Say aye, aye. Okay, well, that passed. Next order of business, what are we going to do about UCLA going to the Big Ten? That's what they're going to do. Wow. Uh, that 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 doesn't it just doesn't sound right. Like that should be in place first before you're able to do that. You can't circumvent. Well, let's vote now because this is in front of us, right? So we're going to make new rules so that we can block this. That that's basically what they're trying to do. That's exactly what they're going to do. You think it'll go through? The board will vote for them to have that, or will some people say, "Man, that's not cool. That's not kosher." I actually think that it will pass. But it still won't stop them. Do you really believe, what's your gut, Fred, that UCLA will not join a big, I, I understand from athlete standpoint. I, I understand the financial. I'm not blind. But well, for what kids, do you understand? For, what do you understand? For kids who have to go play East uh, Penn State oh, on a volleyball. It. What? Stop it. Stop, stop what? It. Stop you got to make it. an East Coast trip. Stop it. Those kids live for that. Stop really? it. Oh my God! My to son go plays, to Penn State, my State son, College. Please, my son plays college basketball. Come on, come on! I've been around high school and collegiate sports a good portion of my life. Those kids love the chance to travel. No, of course, no, this but is not. No, this is not an NBA team schlepping to Milwaukee in the middle of the winter. No, but For all of these kids, Rob, it's an experience. I get that, but you you're telling me that during the week. When you're supposed to be a student oh, athlete, stop okay, it. stop it. They're not student athletes. No, they're athlete students at the Division One level. But wait a minute, Fred. For all the guys and girls who make it to the next level, which is a minuscule number, they're getting paid okay, now, Rob. But, Everybody can get paid now. But what a minuscule number. The other ones have to go to school. I just oh, so should we just stop. eliminate the school and have them as workers for the universities and forget the school part? Rob, I'm asking they're getting you. paid now. They can all be paid. But they still have to maintain grades, Fred, in order to play and be academically eligible, yes or no? Yes. Are you going to drop that? If you drop that, then we're, we're talking about something different. And you want to know something, Rob? The majority of them maintain those grades. Is that don't right? They? Don't they, Rob? And you know it and so Yeah, but they're not going to state college on uh, a Tuesday Who night. Cares? It's fine. I don't buy that at all. Really? I, I don't buy that one Have bit. you traveled back east or during the week and then like, try to go to school? Rob, have I traveled back east during the week and tried to work? Yeah, I have. I have, Rob. Yes, I have. And play field hockey after that? Well, yeah, and I was pretty good back in the day. I don't buy that. Sorry, I don't take it. I don't even, I don't buy that for one second. You dismissed that completely. Yeah, I do, because it's... That the travel schedule is not ridiculous. There's a reason why schools are in certain conferences, and it's the same thing with divisions. It's not that way anymore. Schools are not in certain... Co- it used to be. Well, you know what? They used to wear leather helmets on the football field, too. Right? Right? And when they played basketball, they threw it into a peach basket when they started, right? This is today. So I don't buy that. I don't buy it at all. And um, I, I, there is a solution here, though. I'll say this. There is a solution. Right, what's the solution? Because I want to hear this. Oh, good. I got it. First, what I think they're going to do is say, okay, you're going to make $80 million a year from the Big Ten. By the way, I think they made $20 million last year. Right. I, I get it. Four times the amount. I get it. I'm going. And by the way, that money also helps fund the other sports. But, Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Are they going to share? Yeah, no, but it'll help. <laughs> okay. I was going to say. Nobody's going to share, but I mean, it's going to help, right? You get a few more shekels in there. Okay. I like that. All right. So one of two things is going to happen. A, they're going to have to work out an agreement. 
Because the Board of Regents, the Board of Regents, if they vote to change the rule and then vote again, we'll say, okay, you're going to pay Cal some bag money. If you're going to make 80, give Cal, give Cal another 10, give Cal 20, right? You get yours and poor Cal. What a bunch of crying babies. That's the other thing. What a bunch of sniveling people. You don't think they want a, ch- a cut? I, oh, Fred. Cal wants a cut. Sure. So why 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 would you be mad at them for saying? Well, then build an athletic program. I'm telling you, if this was the scientist of the world conference, <laughs> UCLA probably wouldn't be there. But that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, but they have uh, athletic uh, teams and sports that, that aren't good. Okay, but they still have a program. They want to get compensated like everybody well, then else. Why don't they pay Boise State too? I mean, come on. It they're not the same. They're not considered the same. So I think that's one thing that'll happen. All right, what are we going to pay Cal? Make nice with Cal. That's one thing. If that's the case, why don't they pay like uh, UC San Bernardino too? <laughs> that's a state school. Why don't, why don't we do that? Do they have a football team? They don't, what do they have? They got a basketball team. Okay. Make Mick Cronin pay them. All right, so that's one thing. Pay Cal. Make nice with Cal. Here's the other thing they could do. And way in the back of my mind, I hope it happens. Because I think it would be the best. The Board of Regents says, no. Absolutely not. You're not going. What you did was wrong. We will not tolerate this. You're staying out here in this conference. So UCLA has to call the Big Ten and go, listen, we're out. We're out. Now, do you think that's going to kill the deal with USC to go to the Big Ten? No. What will happen? They'll just call Oregon. Come on. You're now UCLA. So UCLA is now at a conference with the Arizona schools, Washington State. Right. You know, and Cal. So you think USC would not care at all if they're oh my God. in-state, uh, in-city rival. They would just be like, oh, well, they can't come. So that's the end. We're still going to the Big Ten. Yes. Yeah. In, in a heartbeat. Because the money's too big. The well, mo- you wouldn't do it? I, no, I, I, get, I get it. I mean, I, I don't think everything should be for sale. And I really don't. And that's why I like, Fred, I'm going to be honest. And, and and you just like shrugged at me, all right? But let's be honest. I love that as rich as the Dodgers are, that they won't sell the name of their stadium. Okay. I, I do. do. Do you not? Should we go to American Express Stadium or do we want to go to Dodger Stadium? Could they get a gazillion dollars from American Express? Everything shouldn't be for sale. I love that the Dodgers won't do it. I love that the Yankees won't do it. I love that the Knicks won't do it. I I do. I'm old school. Like, everything shouldn't be for sale. And if if USC and and UCLA can't resist the going from 20 million to 80 million, and that's what they want to do, fine. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to say, uh, you can't you can't do what you want to do, but I'm just saying in my life, I don't think everything has to be for sale. Fine, and and, and who says this is for sale? This improves the quality of the athletic departments. Period. Recruiting will be better. More people will see their teams play in a national arena. Kickoffs at eight o'clock on Saturday night are eleven p.m. in the East. You just got to be realistic about all this. And I think it is a good thing for both schools to go. And I think it is incredible growth. And by the way, the SEC has expanded. The ACC has expanded. Everybody's expanded. 
You just don't have to be five minutes away geographically to play in that conference. I, I get it, but I think that there there has always been the travel. Uh, the 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 travel has meant something, you know, like just for making it more convenient. But but we know next year in baseball, right? Everybody plays everybody. There, there's no more no more seventeen games or what is it? Nineteen games against the Rockies. Right. Thank God. Can we say thank? <laughs> I've been saying it. Well, what's going on? Enough. Every other week is like they're playing the Rockies. Right. I, I, I'm done with seeing the Rockies. It's a different world. And know this, that that money, that additional money, you know, let's say UCLA had to cut some athletic programs. I'm being dead serious. It costs money to do all of this stuff. Let's say they had to cut some program. Now there's money to support them. UCLA did say they had to cut some programs without this deal. Okay, is that fair to the student-athletes? No, you give more a chance to compete now. This is garbage. This is just Cal whining. So what's your gut? What's your gut's going to happen? U- USC they pay the and big- UCLA are going to go and Cal gets paid off. Yeah, that's what I think Okay, That's what I think. I would love, But if the Board of Regents said no to UCLA, do you realize that takes them off the national stage in athletics? Do you realize that? Why? It's still They're be not the going to be that, what the, the Pac twelve, the Pac whatever it is, <laughs> the Pac four. They'll be in the Pac four then after that. Okay, so <laughs> you you have a, a conference with Arizona, Arizona State, Washington State. I think Washington would still stick around at this point. Uh, Colorado, Utah, UCLA. Who else? Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. Cal. Uh, there was already talk of Colorado and Utah going to the ACC or the Big 12, excuse me, and the Arizona schools too. So that's two more off the block. So UCLA's conference is going to be playing Washington State? Yeah, Washington State, Stanford, and Cal. Right. There you go. And they just maybe they just all play, right, but at least they, play each other all season. They, they, they call that. themselves a little four. Yeah. The only bad part is that they won't get a lot of frequent flyer miles. Other than that, I'm sorry. What? Just saying. <laughs> UCLA can have fun in the Mountain West, I guess. Right. Because that's like the next best thing for them at that point. Right. Have fun playing San Jose State every year. It's like Arizona State came out of the Western Athletic Conference, if you remember the old whack. I, I just Arizona. think I just think that, Fred, too much money's at stake and there's no way they're gonna nix this deal. I, I just not when you put the the raw numbers in front of them, right? You were making twenty million, now you're gonna make eighty million. Who's gonna vote against that? Nobody. Okay, I'm just... But what they'll end up doing is, all right, give Cal some. And I think that's bad, too. So is Cal just getting money from UCLA and not from USC, right? Not no. no. Just a state school. No, if you if USC could, it would take Cal's money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> USC would take Cal's money. If they could, right. No. USC doesn't care. And they shouldn't care. Just a bad deal overall. All right, I want to do this real quick. Uh I know you're really into uh, MLS soccer. Yes. You, oh, yeah. You and Chris talk about it all the time on the Odd Couple. That's right. But this weekend we should be talking. It's about a it. bi- it's a big deal. It's a championship, Fred. I'm not I'm not uh, blind. Okay. LAFC came into existence five years ago. By the way, when that franchise came in, it was the model. I, they should have written a book. What is it? Is it the LAKFC? What is it? No, LAFC, Los Angeles Football Club, not LAKFC. Anyway, they should have written a book on how to launch a franchise in a major market from the ground floor up. Because they did it in a short amount of time. They knew exactly what they were They have were a doing. great stadium. I've oh, seen it. Yes. 
So they, they really know what they're doing. Five years, they're there. They're going to play for the title. And it's great. And they have a, a passionate fan base. And the game is Saturday. Okay? One o'clock. USC plays at the Coliseum, seven o'clock Saturday night. Okay. Okay. USC, on game days, controls all the parking in Exposition Park. So there'll be no parking for the soccer. Championship. Not a regular season right. game. The championship. Like the Super Bowl of the MLS. I, I got it. There's so, no parking. So there's no parking. What, can, what are people going to do? Okay. Go to Dodger Stadium. Park there. Take a bus for two hours. Well, just depending <laughs> on when you leave. <laughs> They're saying, hey, if we were you, we would get here really early. The gates are going to open at 9 a.m. What time is the game? One? One. Nine Food and drink half price when you get here. Why? Because they want people there. If you start trying to go there about 1130 on you a You might Saturday, not get in. The traffic just from Dodger Stadium alone is going to be a nightmare. Right. They also say you can take the Metro. They just open up like six or seven new stations, right? right. You could yes. hitchhike. You could try to Uber. No hitchhiking. No, no hitchhiking. Well, you shouldn't do that. But the point is, if you want to go, there's no parking. And somehow, and I know it's not their fault, and it's just the perfect storm, something needed to change here. Something needed to well, change. Well, but I think that even when you start an, uh, an upstart organization like that franchise, you just don't think that they're going to be in a championship game. No, I'm just saying, like, that's why there was no contingency plan. Okay, but I mean... But you need to have one now that you have this upon you, right? And I think the issue is Fox, quite honestly. Why? Because the game is on Fox, uh, and they've got... Their windows are all full. So, Sunday, they have NFL football. They couldn't move the game to Sunday. Given what happened with the weather in the East... The World Series could still be going on. Right. So they can't move the game to Saturday night. But if there was any way possible to move this game to Sunday, and I'm not in charge of programming, put it on FS1. Look, the audience for the game is going to be the audience Right, for the game. right. They want to see the soccer. And right. you go, well, we can't put it up against NFL football. I assure you, somebody who is watching the Rams play Tampa Bay is not going to go, damn, I really wanted to watch the MLS game. The soccer people are the soccer people. They will watch the soccer. Right. And I just think if there was any... What? You sure about that? What? You're telling me there aren't LAFC fans who also like the Rams? That yeah, but I'm saying, Kevin... And you're, 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 putting, gonna, no. you're putting them in a position where they have to choose one or the other? Yeah, what I'm saying is if you're an LAFC fan, you're going to watch the LAFC. Ke but what if I'm a Ram fan, too? No, but, you're going to watch LAFC. But, Kev, I think only because I, I know what you're saying, but this is a championship game. Right. If this was a regular season game, I agree with you. Like, you don't want to have... But if you can't spare one football game, right, for to watch your team win a championship, then you're not a soccer fan. Would you agree with that? Yeah. For a championship? I'll give you that. You just don't want to fracture the audience if you can avoid it. No, if you can, obviously, yes. No doubt. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, which I, is why it's on at 1 o'clock. Right. So The it, audience is not going to be fractured. There's not enough time for 1 o'clock to clear out the parking lot for 7? No, I mean, because I, you have to yeah, tailgate. tailgating and all that, all that stuff that's involved. Yeah, so. got to tailgate. So there's no way. Wow. And, and I also think this, that if you are a fan of LAFC, if you are one of those people that support that team and love it, you're probably there every game anyway. 
And I think it is your opportunity to be celebrated, your opportunity to celebrate this accomplishment. And you should be catered to on this situ- in this situation on that day in this game. You should be catered to. You've been there from the beginning. You spent the money. You've bought the gear. You have witnessed it. You have been along for the ride. And I don't think you ought to get screwed because USC is playing on that day when they finally reach the championship. Just saying. No, uh, it's hard to argue with that, but I but I do get USC, Lincoln, Riley, and what they got going too. So it's it's a tough spot. This isn't USC from a year or two ago, right? Then maybe you could push them around and say, well, what are they doing anyway? They don't have anything going on, right? And this is bigger. But don't you want you admit that USC is bigger deal now with Lincoln Riley than than it was two years ago, a year ago? I'm not arguing that. Okay. I am not arguing that one bit. And those people that tailgate get down there early. They pay for the right to be there. The university makes money. It's part of the deal. Everybody knows it. I'm just saying it's really unfortunate for the people who have been here from the beginning, watching the foundation put in, growing with all of it. It's their moment, too. I just think they ought to have a place to park. I know, Kevin. Park at Dodger Stadium, take a bus. I know. Solve. You have a place to park. All right. Okay. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Can we give the UCLA Arizona tickets away right now? All right. We're giving away tickets to see UCLA and Arizona. 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570. Let's take caller number six. Caller number six. <laughs> the Texas road trip continues for the Clippers. John Wall. When he turns it on, there's nobody that can keep up. As they're in San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Clippers countdown begins at 4 p.m. tomorrow night on L.A.'s home for Clippers basketball. AM 570 L.A. Sports. And now another Rogan and Rodney oh, yeah. afternoon delight. Oh yeah, I always love a little afternoon delight, especially. Oh wait a minute, do you what? like afternoon delight? Yes, I do. Uh, today's oh, baby, throwback oh, baby. Yeah. Thursday yeah, I edition. Like it like that. Yes, thank you very much, Estelle Getty. Uh, of the afternoon is uh, afternoon delight is Private Eyes. My Hall of Notes. Love that group. You know they were journalism students together in Philadelphia. Did you know that in college? Did not. That's how they met. In J School. No wonder I like them and they're great writers. This song was the title track off their 10th studio album, Fred, which dropped in September of 1981. Wow. A long time ago. Yep. That was uh, your 20th anniversary on uh, KNBC, 1981. Uh, I've been there one year. <laughs> the... Uh, Track spent two weeks atop the Billboard Top 100 charts in November of that year, and it was the third of six number one songs that the group achieved. Again, today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Private Eyes by Hall and Oates. All right. Victor in L.A., way to go. UCLA Bruins host the Arizona Wildcats. you better go. Yeah, you better go. Saturday, November 12th, for the annual Veteran and Armed Forces Appreciation Game. You got a pair of them. Tickets available at uclabruins.com slash tickets. Do not forget that we are giving away tickets to be in the suite next Wednesday for the Clippers and Lakers. Our show, our listeners, we will give you a cue to call, and we invite you to be a part of that. No hitter last night. No hitter in the World Series. You know, you're hot, you're not. Pitching's good, pitching's not. 
Last night, the Astros threw a no-hitter. Is it really a no-hitter if it's a combined no-hitter? It is a no-hitter, but I'll tell you this, and I'm with you, Fred, what, you, what you're about to say, I think, without knowing. It doesn't feel the same. That's exactly right. It, it, it just doesn't. You could go and celebrate and jump around. When a guy goes out there and pitches nine innings, I, now I covered David Wells. You remember his uh, perfect game against the Minnesota Twins in like mid-90s, 96, 97, somewhere around there? I covered that. And I remember watching him into the seventh, and I'm like, this guy's going to throw a perfect – they couldn't get the ball out of the infield. You know, like his stuff was so electric, so live, and they couldn't square up the baseball. This is fine. I'm not I'm not want to poo-poo a no-hitter, but a combined no-hitter just doesn't have the same juice. I'm with you. No, Because it's what, Don Larson in this one, right? Yeah, yeah. It, but it doesn't. You expect a no-hitter. Who goes nine innings? Nobody. Do you know what the lead? Do you ever hear a story about the Don Larson no hitter? So Don Larson in the World Series, those are right because he had a perfect game, right? And the writer who was covering for the Daily News in New York, the the who covered the Yankees, st- didn't know what to write for his lead. Was just struggling because he's trying to write. And legendary sports columnist Dick Young, you know that name, yep, Dick Young, yep. Dick, the guy got up from his seat. Dick Young sat in his seat at his typewriter back then and just typed, the imperfect man pitched a perfect game, period, new graph, and got up and walked, and the guy wrote the rest of the story. And that was his lead. Dick Young, actually. Isn't that a great story? That is a, the guy was stumped, yeah. and Dick Young said that the imperfect man pitched a perfect game. But that's Dick Young. He yeah, was a great writer. Right. He, he really was. Yeah, this guy's struggling. He sits down, boom, done. Writes the lead. And then he gets up, and the guy, the, the rest of the story just, just rolls. I bet it did. Yeah. Uh, so as you watch the World Series, everybody here, of course, is rooting for the Phillies. We know that. Everybody's rooting for the Phillies. Everybody hates the Astros. Right. Everybody, most of America hates the Astros. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But the thing is about the Phillies, and this is what we've tried to figure out, as the Dodgers look back on their season. And by the way, Justin Turner will be on the show at 1.30. I'm going to ask him about it. Um, how do you get hot at the right time? Because that's the only reason the Phillies are I agree. Baseball is funny right that time. way. Uh, you know, you don't want to be hot early on, Fred, and then fizzle out and not play well in the second half of the season. Then You just don't want to be too hot too early and fade out. And the Phillies are a hot team. But I'll tell you this. The no-hitter... As demoralizing as it is, I I think it's good for for the Phillies, and I and I, I'm dead serious in that. After that happens to you, now they face Justin Verlander tonight, who has never won a World Series game. Who they came back from a five nothing lead. They will have their hitting shoes on tonight against Justin Verlander. Uh, the idea or the notion that they will be blanked or shut down a second straight night after not getting any hits. If I'm Justin Verla and I'm like, this is the worst thing that could happen is that they got no hit in front of my start. You talk about a guy that struggled in the postseason, Justin Verlander. Dude had an unbelievable year. This year was, right, other than the injury, yeah. the DRA was, what, 175 or something? Yeah, and he just gets lit in the postseason. 0-6, oh, ERA's over 6 or 7, right, in the, po- in the World Series especially. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they'll be at it uh, again tonight. 
Uh, with Vic out, we are going to need a listener haiku. Now would be the time to start formulating your thoughts. And give us a call at 866-987-2570. If you want to pay tribute to Vic, we invite you to do so with the listener haiku. We're giving away tickets for the Clipper-Laker game next Wednesday. It's our suite. It's our listeners. We want you to be there. Justin Turner will be on the show here at the bottom of the hour. And join Petros and Money at BJ's today in Burbank from 2 to 5 before Thursday Night Football featuring the Eagles and Texans. Stop by for your chance to win tickets to see the Chargers, Kings, UCLA football and basketball and more. BJ's Restaurant and Brew House is home to the award-winning handcrafted beer, signature deep dish pizza, and the world-famous Pazuki dessert. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.